This is the end Beautiful friend This is the end My only friend The end It hurts to set you free But you'll never follow me Ump ostensibly a baseball podcast. Season 5, week 19. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Tuning in this evening from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me this evening, as per usual, are Sam and Eli. Fellas, how's it going? Hey, Joel, what's up? This is Sam. I'm broadcasting at you straight out of central Vermont this week. How are the baby lambs? Oh, they're still pretty cute. They screaming? Yeah, are they very, screaming? Very yeah, they're really loud. They make really loud. They're like louder than the regular sheep. Oh, really? That's weird. Yeah. Huh. And it's also funny because sheep are just so terrified of everything that you can just go in there and just like you pick up a lamb and then you just like face palm the mother and they just kind of let you do it because they're too terrified to stop you. <laughs> That's so basically, mean. basically, I've just been bullying sheep a lot. Since I've been here. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> hey, sheep, like, come yes, here. I'm gonna take your baby. <laughs> Face bush, and your haircut looks funny. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, what's up, everyone? This is Eli. I'm coming at you from Boston. I also have some rather unfortunate news. This will be uh, my last Dump on the Ump podcast for at least a short period of time. Um, for personal reasons, I have to take a hiatus, but uh, we'll hopefully be back before too long because otherwise I'll probably explode into a ball of frustration <laughs> not being able to vent all of my sports-related ideas on this podcast each week. Yeah, no, we're going to miss you, Eli. Um, Man, with you gone, this podcast is going to get way off task. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's going to get real weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you're listening, though, I mean, we've had special guests Marin and Patty on in the last couple of weeks. We've had other guests on in the past. Hit me up, you know, DM us on Twitter or Facebook if you want to come on. If you've got any kind of, you know, random sports thing you want to vent about on the Internet. And you need somebody to listen to. Let us know. Uh, yeah. We'll miss you, Eli. Come back soon. Cool. Yeah, come back soon. Yeah. Um, okay. So Beard on the C-block. Loyal listeners of this show know that, you know, I did not watch Game of Thrones for a while. <laughs> and then I got an HBO password. And then that's all I've been doing for, like weeks now we all watch the game of thrones finale i have opinions what did you guys think yeah this is super interesting because we usually talk off air about how we feel about things before we sort of get going i mean not all the time but typically there's some chit chat about how we feel about things either through text or on the phone ahead of time 
And we haven't talked about the finale at all, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, this is going to be fun. Uh, all right, I'll go first. I uh, I really, really liked it when they're like, oh, Jon Snow, you're going to go back to the Night's Watch. And he's like, oh, fuck me. Yeah. And I was, like, really happy about that. I thought that was, like, I loved that. I was so pumped. I was like, yeah, fuck you, Jon Snow. Yeah. <laughs> Still nobody likes you. Still nobody <laughs> wants you around. You've gone through this entire arc, and still everybody just wants you to go away. Right. And, then, uh, and I was pumped about that. And then he, like, got there, and all his buddies were there. And right. like, then he just, like, went into the North to live happily ever after. And I was like, really? I thought that was the biggest letdown of the last <laughs> season. Because <laughs> I was like... I thought I was like I had forgiven anything that had happened in that show up until that point when they were like, Yeah, well, you're just gonna go back to the night's watch and and I just I was pretty bummed. But I thought that was good. I was like I was satisfied with that that like moment of happiness that I had, you know? I had a question about that scene when he comes up and then they show him petting his dog. Right. Two, two. What was it? Two weeks after they made a big shit about how it wouldn't look realistic on the CGI for him to pet his dog goodbye, and yeah. then two weeks later they're like, "Oh yay, he's reunited with his dog," which obviously was the thing that got the internet upset and me upset. Were they just trolling us, or did do you think they like inserted that scene at the last second after they found out? how pissed everyone got about him dumping his dog. Uh, well, no, they didn't. I don't think they inserted that scene. No, that would have cost them so much money to have done in two weeks. I mean, they would have had to like re-sign Kit Harrington or whatever his name is, uh-huh. like some one day contract and then get some, you know, <laughs> probably send some computer generator, you know, right. uh, effects generators, to the loony bin having to do that work in such a short amount of time. So they were just bullshitting the fans when they went on and talked about how hard it is to CGI a human with a dog after that. Yeah, or they only had the budget for like one petting scene. Yeah. I think that's probably what it was is that they didn't have the time or the resources to like have ghosts come to King's Landing and fight. But they could to like break viewers' hearts, and then make them feel all warm and fluffy inside at the end. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, yeah. The, the thing I thought... Of, oh, sorry. No, you did Good. Oh, the thing I thought about that John, that whole John thing, and uh, was that, like, you know, the, the reason why they had to send him to the wall was because of Grey Worm, right? Like, Grey Worm was super pissed off that yeah. he killed Daenerys, and it was like okay to appease him and the um, Stark sisters. See, the Stark sisters wouldn't let him get executed, and right. Grey Worm wouldn't let him be like forgiven. Right, but this is my point: is like it was Grey Worm and the Unsullied, and then like there's the scene where he's walking by. Grey Worm, who's on the boat with all the all unsullied, and he's like, okay, bring us to Narth, or whatever that faraway land is, and they set sail, at which point, 
you know, his bro, the the new king, or his sister could just bring him back. Independent could be like, okay, Grey Worm and the Unsullied are gone now. You're good, bro. <laughs> yeah, the whole Grey Worm situation that did not pan out in a satisfying way. I thought. Like, he's super pissed and super pissed that Daenerys is dead. And then everyone's like, have this island. And he's like, okay, yeah, let's go to this island. No, he didn't go to that island. I thought he did. No, they were offering No, he went to his girlfriend's island. Yeah, he went to the Masande's island. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so he's just, peace, I'm out. Peace. He left the, he left Westeros. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. But also, it's kind of like, okay, bye. Right. And that's yeah. why John, they could have just been like, okay, John, you're good. The yeah. dude hates you, John. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there was so many, I mean, there was so many funny things on the internet of like, wait, so nothing matters. I think the Onion had a whole thing about the Night King did not matter at all to like the plot of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Like, right. he's just a big bad guy, and then you stab him, and he's dead. Uh, okay, so what do, you, what do you guys think about Daenerys' part in the finale? Uh, I was fine with that. Uh, like, my whole problem with that whole arc is that they rushed it so much, but yeah. Yeah. I didn't hate it, you know? Right. right. I and, that she, as an actor, did as well as she could have done with what she was given. Like, you know, she was basically over the course of two or three episodes supposed to go from like the most loved person, not only on the show, but also in like real life to the least liked person and totally insane in the show and also in real life. Yeah. And I thought she did a halfway decent job of getting there, but like Sam said, I mean, it just, it was so truncated that it didn't feel right. Like, And there's this whole revisionism yeah. of it where people are like, well, if you go back to this one scene in season five where she threatens to light all the slavers on fire, we can see right. the seeds of her destruction. And right. you're like, yeah, but you didn't do it right. I mean, it, it was poorly crafted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like it's... Because I think that what happened is that George R. R. Martin, the author of the books and like the creator of the world and everything, kind of when they got past the point of the books, he kind of left the show, but he had like written, kind of sketched an outline for what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the parts that he sketched out, you can tell the difference between the parts that he sketched out and the parts that like they had to cobble everything together. Uh-huh. Because it's like, you know, some like everything was rushed in the final season, fine. But there were certain things that like you could kind of see getting to where they were if you had given them a little more time right. naturally. And then there was just like a lot of bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I am. Um, I'm like, not. Gonna... Why did Why did Jamie and Brienne like get together? There was no reason for that. You know. No. Right. Or, like, what's west of Westeros? Like, Arya just, like, sailing off to go find the new world and, like... I, 
I like that. Presumably start the Jamestown colony in yeah. Virginia, you know? Like, She's going to go Christopher Columbus the shit out of this. <laughs> yeah. She's going to go commit genocide. She is definitely going to go <laughs> commit genocide. Spread some smallpox. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, think like that's going to be the spinoff. I saw an interview with George R. R. Martin, and he said that basically the books will go the same way. But as you know, if you've read the books, there are a lot of secondary characters that aren't even on the show. Yeah. That, um, he says play bigger roles in the different things. And I'm sure, like, you know, I bet you the John killing Danny thing happens in the books. Like, I bet that won't be different. But her arc will definitely be more organic, I bet. And um, there will be, you know, some other things that make it fuller, a a fuller and more developed picture. Um, I was going to say this and totally pass it on as my own, but this is actually something that Patty wanted me to mention on the podcast, which is that George R. R. Martin is just using the the uh, HBO series as the most expensive storyboard possible. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And seeing what yeah. works doesn't work. Right. I think that, well, that I also think shit. that like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Bran ending up as the king was like. The internet just figured out what was actually going to happen, and they're like, "Oh, well, what's the thing that people are talking about the least on the internet? Like, which character yeah. people least thinking is going to end up on the Iron Throne?" They're like, "Oh, it's the crippled kid who like has nothing to do with the actual Game <laughs> of Thrones for the entire <laughs> series. He just spends all his time in a fucking cave in the north." Yeah. What the fuck does Bran do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it never, you thought, like, maybe there would be some explanation as to why he disappeared and with the Ravens during that huge battle in Winterfell. Like, was he yeah, just like, I'm going to go bang out before I get killed by the, the Night King right. as, a, as a bird? And then he, like, comes back, too, and he's like, oh, this is still going on? Right. <laughs> he does nothing. He, he does, does nothing. nothing for the entire show. Absolutely he just, like, nothing. Gets wheeled around and gets people killed. Yeah. And <laughs> then, but also, and then at the end of the show, like the very last scene when they're all in the high council. Yeah, I like that part. And then he rolls in. And he's like, "Well, where's the master of whispers? He's like the head of the like intelligence agency." And it's like. I thought you could fucking see everything, dude. Like, why do you need an intelligence agency? You can, like, look out of all the trees in the world. Uh, I loved that scene. That scene was like, hey, let's bring back all the B-list characters that the fans loved and put them all in a room together. Right? You had uh, Bran. Yeah. And uh, what's her name? Brienne. And nice. who's... Bron. Braun, yeah, Braun, yeah, that is weird, Bran, Braun, Brienne, Tyrion, who was the other character there, oh, Varys, and Podrick, yeah, Varys and Podrick, was Sam there? Yeah, Sam, Varys is dead, Varys is dead, Varys died, he got burned, so it's like, oh, it's like, 
the, it's like the Scooby Doo crew is now in charge of the High Council. <laughs> that like, was the other thing. It's like, <laughs> okay, so Tyrion, like Tyrion, comes out from being in in jail for like who knows how long. Right. Had already built back King's Landing somehow, and oh, yeah. and they like bring him out and they're like, "You're the scum of the earth," and then they're like, "Okay, <laughs> what should we do?" It's like I've been thinking about this a bunch. It should be Brand because he's got a good story. It's like, thanks, dude. Right. And then I'm great like, advice. Oh, yeah, cool. Giving great advice for so long. Let's fucking listen to you. Uh, and then the guy from Rome, Brutus Cassius, he's like, propose. No, no, he proposes that he becomes king, and I was like, no, sit the fuck down. And then Sam tries to like invent democracy. Oh, and I was like, no, sit the fuck down. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. But then they just, but you realize that they just created a parliamentary democracy, right? Like, yeah. now it's going to be all of the, the lords that come in and elect a king each year. Yeah. It's just Britain. Like, well, but if we want to go down, I actually read some interesting stuff about that where, like, okay, so. I don't even want to give credence to this, though, because I hate readings of Game of Thrones as if it were historical fiction, because it's fucking not, right? It's fantasy. But they're like, oh, it's the War of the Roses. But I did read an interesting thing on the internet that the funny thing is that the solution to the War of the Roses was a stronger central government dominated by a stronger monarchy, which was Henry VIII and then Elizabeth I. And it's weird that Game of Thrones, and the guy's like, maybe this is written with an American audience in mind. The solution to the problem in Game of Thrones is a weaker central government, right? Like the, the North gets its independence, and you don't have hereditary... Uh, monarchy anymore you have this weird like pseudo democracy parliamentary system yeah states rights exactly yeah it's a states rights argument which is weird it's very weird uh but yeah i'm with you joel but like if you're gonna stay if you're gonna be fantasy just stay in fantasy like that's what i've been saying the whole time i like people like people i talked about this like oh well you know it's okay that Jamie and Cersei are in love because, you know, that happened all the time in 12th century England. Motherfucker, there were dragons! Why right. is, like, this gross incest relationship the key love of your entire show? It doesn't need to be. That's actually quite the Also, thing. like, they have this guy who can see everything and knows everything, and they, like, make him king, but, like, you know, he could just pick the king because he knows everything. It's like, oh, this would be the best guy to be king. I know, because sometimes I watch him masturbate, or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's so creepy. He does nothing, and he, he was picked by someone who gives the worst advice. Like, right. Yeah. Let's yeah, get... that's the other thing. Tyrion gets worse and worse. I loved Tyrion at the beginning, and then he starts to, like, suck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not that he sucks, but he just started giving some really bad advice. Does he lay off the prostitutes, or does he sober up? Both. Both, yeah. He doesn't doesn't sober up? 
I thought he no, tried to sell but he, he lays off the prostitutes. Yeah. Okay. I want I want to tell uh I want to talk about the climax. The 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 regicide. <laughs> you have selected regicide. Your fingers are too fat to push the keys. To select a pointing stick, mash down on the keyboard. Alright. I want to talk about the regicide. Uh I was watching this by myself, drinking whiskey, hanging out with my cat. And so Danny is like in the decimated throne room, very symbolically, like ash is falling everywhere. So yay, she's finally gained the throne, but at what cost, blah, blah, blah. Jon Snow shows up. They start talking about her plans to liberate slash conquer the entire world. And then, like, they embrace, and Jon Snow says, you'll always be my queen. And I'm sitting there drinking whiskey, and I go, stab. And then exactly three seconds later, he stabs her. And I, like, I was, like, I just hit the game-winning shot in the NBA playoffs. I, like, got up off my couch and did, like, a victory lap by myself around my living room. Because <laughs> I called that. I got a question. Did you know immediately that it was John that stabbed Daenerys? Because I couldn't tell immediately who had stabbed whom. I called. Oh, yeah, I knew yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it was pretty, like, John was about to stab her. Right. <laughs> that was right. Very, That would have been cool if she had stabbed him. I right. actually probably would have liked that better. Well, for a She's not a stabber, sex- though. What's that? She's just not, she's not a stabber. Yeah. She's a burn burn people with dragon fire. She doesn't bad right. people. Right. Okay. Then my favorite fucking part of the whole episode, maybe the whole eight seasons, is that he kills Danny and then Drogon the dragon shows up. And <laughs> I loved the scene so much. And I'm watching it, right? So you're like, oh, dragon's gonna just boninate John. That's what I thought was going to happen. I was like, John's dead. And then it goes on, and then Drogon melts the Iron Throne instead of killing John, and then grabs right. Daenerys' dead, what we assume is Daenerys' dead body, and flies away. And while I was watching it, I was like, oh, that was cool. Okay. I, I was like, kind of into that. And then I started thinking about it more and more. And I was like, wait, did the dragon melt the throne as an act of political protest? Like, does the dragon, is the dragon able to think symbolically? Did we right. just dragon, learn like, more John, about... I don't blame you for killing my mom. I blame the chair. <laughs> Right, and, yeah, and it's symbol of her madness and lust for power. So, right, right, or or the chairs, the chairs all pointing. Right, that yeah. was another thing on the internet. Is that or he the 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 dragon really doesn't understand anything about that, but sees a knife in her, and then sees a big thing made out of knives. And, like, doesn't think another Targaryen would kill another Targaryen, so blames it on the chair instead. 
See, okay, I fulfilled my reading that he destroyed that. I don't blame you, John. I blame the madness that consumed my mother. And so I shall melt the throne to symbolically end the Game of Thrones and then fly away. And then I'm going to retcon the whole show. So, like, in the last episode, Drogon committed genocide. And it's easy to do it if he's like, oh, he's just like an F-15 jet that Daenerys is riding. But what if he's not? What if he's like, yeah, let's, like, crush the, the proletariat under our bootstraps and light them all on fire to establish, like, an authoritarian kingdom? Like, what if he is actually the agent in all of this? I don't understand why John didn't walk down the stairs and be like, yeah, I don't know. Daenerys just flew off with her dragon. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that, that would have been really... You know? <laughs> Wait, that would have been <laughs> really... Just, like, leave. Yeah, they don't, like, <laughs> rush into... The... Left. They don't rush into the throne room or anything, do they? No. Yeah. yeah nobody, just... like, how did they know that he killed her? Nobody yeah. knows. Right. He, like, goes back up to Winterfell and, like, Bran gives him just a little fist bump because he's the only one who knows. <laughs> like, yeah, Bran, weirdo who just yeah, watches. Yeah, that's a yeah. yeah. Bran <laughs> That's what you got pushed out of the window for. Right. For Pervin, exactly. <laughs> Pervin. On incest, sister. Um, yeah. um, Brand Stark, the ultimate peeper. He really is. Yeah. So here's a question. I well, and I'm gonna give the answer and then ask you guys. Um, okay. I would give <laughs> the um, show an A and that last season a C minus. Okay. Here's the question. What what grade? Yeah, I want to grade on that season, and then on this on the season uh, on the uh, series. Here's here's my thing. <sighs> I loved watching that last season because I'm not a fan of Game of Thrones. It's like watching a basketball game when you're not really rooting for either team, and you just laugh at James Harden flopping all the time. And everybody getting mad at James Harden flopping. But he's playing the Utah Jazz, so who cares? So, I N-A. think that the show... I don't know. I think the show was... I just, there was so much... Like, the way that it ended kind of ruined a lot of the show, I feel like. Because so much shit that you like spent so much time on ended up being completely pointless. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like why was like Game of Thrones no game longer game. has right? I feel like Game of Thrones no longer has any reason to like it has no rewatch value for yeah. me anymore. Agreed. I, I think because I it's think like, it's why, not why am I wasting fun. time in this cave with the Three Eyed Raven? Like, why am I wasting time with the the Night King? Like. I'm just going to go back and watch those episodes like where the dragon burns down the house and then, you know, when she gets naked and burns all those guys who are trying to bring her to that city, you know? Yeah. Right. And they there was no payoff. 
That it, it's actually right. bad writing. There's so much bad. Like it's not a good show. I give it a D because I actually think it's not good. I think people like it because it's exciting, and we thought it was going to go somewhere, but it never goes anywhere because everything's pointless. And yeah, it. You ever heard of Chekhov's gun? Um, that like the principle in writing that if you introduce a gun under a table in Act One, somebody has to fire the gun before Act Three. Otherwise, why did you do that? This show did a very, very, very bad job of that, and and that's just bad writing. I I also don't think George R. R. Martin is a good writer. Um. Have you read the books? I've only read excerpts. I've read prose. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I give it a D. I give the show B plus. Uh, no, season eight B plus because it was funny. <laughs> well, um, well, I think we have lost Sam. Oh, really? No, no. I'm, I'm here. I gotta, I gotta sign off. Like imminently, but I think that we're uh, we're out of time, anyways. Uh, Sam, did you have something to say? Well, I just think that the show, I think that the show, like, is like as half a series is like an A, but the fact that they never are going to make that second half, the whole thing ends up being like around a C, probably. Mm. Yeah. Like the battle, like the war against the undead, should have been like three seasons long. Right. Yeah. Like that's that was the main... looming over the whole show. Like yeah, the entire that was the first the first yeah. scene of the show was yeah. like Chekhov's gun. Yeah. And then they like never did anything with it, and then it just was all over instantly. Yeah, really easy, surprisingly easy to defeat the armies of the undead. Really, it was. Right. Yeah. Oh. Like, why were we worried about that? Yeah, yeah, why, why were we worried about that? Yeah, they didn't even kill any A-list characters. No, nobody actually died in that. Uh, who? Jorah? Is Jorah the most high-level uh, kill? Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh... And he probably wasn't even as popular as that as the girl Mormont who was in like four episodes. Yeah, got giant. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sam logged off. Um, we good? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been dump on the ump. Hey, uh, the watch has ended. Right, we're done. Yeah. Uh, now we got to figure out something else for C block. Oh, yeah, oh. now we got to figure out something. You know what? I just oh. want to say real quickly. I, simultaneous to um, Game of Thrones has been playing. Just want to give a huge shout out to the show Barry. I don't know if you guys have been watching that, but it is hilarious. I hear what? What's that on? HBO. <laughs> okay, I I now have an HBO code, so I can watch that. Watch it. And- watch it. I've only got one more week of work, guys. So, I'm going to catch up on all this fucking contest. 
<laughs> I'm just going to sit in my underwear with my cats and drink whiskey and watch HBO. <laughs> watch Barry. Okay, Barry. Yeah. Okay. Um, Eli, hey, man, hopefully we see you again soon, all right? Yep. Um, good luck with everything, and let us know. And, and yeah, this has been Dump on the Yump. Uh, ostensibly a baseball podcast. We are wrapping up Game of Thrones. We also need to write the next season of True Detective, guys, and take a trip down to Jupiter, Florida, and see what the fuck is going down there. Thank you so much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Please check us out on all your social media platforms. You can check us out on Apple iTunes. Check us out on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash umpinhemp. Umpinhemp, everyone. You can also follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump, Facebook, and Instagram. All right, for Sam and Eli, this is Joel tuning out. We will see you next week. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. This is the end, my only friend, the end. It hurts to set you 